When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to Destination Disaster. I am your host, Devin Carney. This week, we're taking a break from human-caused disasters to discuss one of the most beautiful weather phenomena to occur here on Earth, tornadoes. Tornadoes are violent rotating columns of air that extend from thunderstorms and travel at speeds that can match that of a freight train. Each year since 2008, losses resulting from tornadoes have totaled an average of $10 billion. For those who don't know or may not live in a location that regularly experiences tornadoes, these events form when warm, humid air rises while cooler air falls along with rain or hail. These conditions can cause spinning air currents inside the cloud. Although the spinning current starts out horizontal, this can turn vertical and drop down from the cloud, becoming a tornado. Lifespans of tornadoes can vary significantly, from mere seconds to hours-long multi-state events. For reference, the longest recorded tornado in United States history is the 1925 Tri-State Tornado that tracked through Missouri, Illinois, and Indiana in the span of three and a half hours. Following this intense storm, over 1,000 deaths would be reported and several towns destroyed. Population growth has always been a challenge concerning natural disasters. Add in the unpredictable nature of a tornado, and you have yourself a whole new set of problems. Traditionally, the American Midwest experiences the majority of tornadic events. Famously labeled as Tornado Alley, this area covers the states of Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, and South Dakota. This geographic area of the United States can experience well over 1,000 tornadoes during the season, placing nearly 50 million people in the path of harm's way. As the United States continues to grow each year, citizens will find themselves at the brunt of Mother Nature's fury. New trends suggest that not only are tornadoes becoming more frequent, but Tornado Alley may be shifting farther east, placing more populations at risk of experiencing these deadly events. Prior to 1971, tornadoes were not classified at all regardless of their size or destructive forces. That all changed when Dr. Tetsuyo Theodore Fujita developed the Fujita Scale in 1971. This classification system utilized damage estimates that would include estimated wind speeds from the tornado. This scale was used up until February 2007 when the Enhanced F Scale or EF was implemented. Standard measurements are now taken by weather stations and open exposures using a directly measured 1 minute mile speed. Thanks to the enhanced Fujita scale, emergency management personnel, meteorologists, and researchers are able to form similar conclusions following a tornado impact within the community. These characterizations of tornadoes help to advance research in terms of developing a trend for tornadoes that include their size, speed, and intensity. What I'm going to read for you now is the classification system of the EF scale. This ranks from 0 to 5, and as you will hear, damage ranges from very minimal to catastrophic. To begin, an EF0 tornado has 3 second gusts of between 65 and 85 miles per hour. Minor damage includes missing shingles and gutters from homes. An EF1 has 3 second wind gusts of between 86 and 110 mile per hour winds. 
Moderate damage here is reported to include stripped roofs and badly damaged wooden structures. An EF2 tornado has 3 second wind gusts of between 111 and 135 miles per hour. Considerable damage is reported here to include roofs torn from well-constructed buildings and shifted foundations. An EF3 has 3 second wind gusts of 136 to 165 miles per hour. Severe damage is reported to include entire stories of homes destroyed and overturned trains. An EF4 has 3 second wind gusts of between 166 and 200 miles per hour. Devastating damage is reported here to include well-constructed homes completely leveled and large objects being thrown. Finally, an EF5 tornado has 3 second wind gusts of over 200 miles per hour. Incredible damage is reported here to include foundations swept clean of debris and large vehicles being thrown up to 1 mile. Prior to the 1950s, very little was known about tornadoes let alone there being predictive analyses like there are today to determine where potential storms could form in enough time to warn the affected communities. By sheer coincidence, a hook echo was discovered on a radar on April 9, 1953, when Illinois State Water Survey electrical engineer Donald Staggs was testing an experimental precipitation measurement radar when he noticed an unusual radar echo associated with a nearby thunderstorm. Further study concluded that this hook echo matched the location that a destructive tornado had touched down in. Thanks to this discovery, the United States began developing and deploying a network of weather radars across the country. This radar network was used up until the 1980s when NEXRAD, or Next Generation Radar, was implemented. Today, the United States is home to over 160 of these radars providing precise, up-to-the-minute radar predictions that have helped save millions of lives in the path of severe weather. Thanks to NEXRAD, Predictions of tornadoes have significantly increased over the last 30 years. What was essentially a blindfolded guess is now a sophisticated system of Doppler on wheels, chasers, and radar providing an average warning time of 9 minutes for those within the path of a tornado to find shelter. Since the introduction of these vital systems, over 1,200 tornadoes are identified each year. Following a quick break, we are going to discuss the historic impacts that have shaped society and the way we view tornadoes today. Welcome back. As you heard prior to the break, the United States is particularly prone to tornadoes. We're going to take a brief look at historic impacts that have significantly shaped the perception of these monsters and how society has reacted. The Great Natchez Tornado Ranked second as the deadliest tornado in United States history, this event killed at least 317 people and occurred with no warning at all. Shortly before 1 p.m., a mile-wide tornado slammed into the small town of Natchez, Mississippi. The tornado first touched down around 20 miles southwest of Natchez and moved primarily in a northeast direction. The clouds seen by the residents were described as black masses, some stationary and some whirling, but the storm caused no particular alarm amongst the residents of Natchez. Most of the residents were either down by the river working or in town itself, which was high on a bluff inside eating dinner. Just before 2 p.m., the sky darkened so much that residents in town eating dinner had to light candles in order to see. One Dr. Henry Tooley noted that the barometer began to fall rapidly. The rain came first, then the tornado. The 1925 Tri-State Tornado As I stated before, the 1925 Tri-State Tornado is one of the most well-known tornadic events to take place in the United States. On March 18, 1925, this massive tornado would later be classified as an EF5 tornado due to the sheer amount of damage and death recorded. Over the course of three and a half hours, this monster moved across southeastern Missouri, southern Illinois, and southwest Indiana. Following this storm, 695 deaths, 2,027 injuries, and 15,000 destroyed homes were reported. 
It is estimated that this tornado tracked at an average speed of 62 miles per hour, with a record speed of 73 miles per hour between Gorham and Murfreesboro, Illinois being reported. Wind speeds of this tornado are estimated in excess of 300 miles per hour. The 2011 Joplin, Missouri Tornado One of the strongest tornadoes on record in recent years, this tornado had wind speeds recorded in excess of 200 miles per hour and was on the ground for more than 22 miles. Moving directly through downtown Joplin, the storm destroyed countless buildings to include the high school. In total, 161 deaths and 1,150 injuries were reported. The tornado affected a third of the city in terms of square footage and area. Beside the 161 lives lost, more than 7,500 residences were damaged or destroyed by the storm. Of those, more than half were completely destroyed, leaving 9,200 people displaced from their homes. Entire neighborhoods were wiped out in some areas, leaving nothing but debris. It affected 5,000 employees and 500 businesses and generated more than 3 million cubic yards of debris. For those who have experienced a tornado impact within their community, the effects can be significant. Death and economic losses toppled with the failed infrastructure in the community leave you unable to request help and communicate with the outside world, essentially leaving you alone. According to the American Psychological Association, tornadoes can cause long-term mental health issues, and it's common for people that survive natural disasters to have very strong emotional responses that can either be normal or abnormal. Disasters can cause traumatic flashbacks where the individual relives the event. Severe anxiety, withdrawal, depression, and increased fears of loss and death, which can interfere with daily life if a person doesn't have the normal ability to cope with trauma. Children are especially vulnerable to post-disaster traumatic stress. In addition to the psychological effects that can result from a tornado impact, economic impacts such as the loss of loved ones or property can leave survivors homeless and with large expenses that remain unaccounted for. In the surrounding community, these economic losses can include the total destruction of key businesses and infrastructure that may require years of construction to correct. Thanks to evolutions of radar and early warning systems, communities can better prepare and protect themselves in the event of a tornado impact. Resilience is key when recovering from any level of impact. Enhancing the safety and security of the community is one of the primary goals when rebuilding. For example, in the tornado-devastated town of Greensburg, Kansas, FEMA activated the Long-Term Community Recovery Program. Before the tornado struck, Greensburg had relied on fossil fuel for electrical generation. With technical assistance from the U.S. Department of Energy and the National Renewable Energy Laboratory, Greensburg converted to receiving 100% of its power from wind. The Greensburg Wind Farm includes 10 1.25-megawatt wind turbines that supply 12.5-megawatts of renewable power to the town. This energy can power every house, business, and municipal building in Greensburg while also selling power to other Kansas municipalities. Ensuring a community's future safety is the key when recovering from any impact. The goal should not be to build to standards prior to the impact, but to look forward and investigate what methodologies could be better suited for the community. Taking the time to plan and prepare your community now can ensure life safety down the road when the next catastrophic tornado impacts. Following our final break, we will take a look at a theoretical impact of a catastrophic tornado. Welcome back. As we transition into our final segment for today, as always, this scenario is purely theoretical in nature and is not currently occurring. This scenario is not meant to induce fear, but to educate those who may not be aware of just how deadly tornadoes can be. The following scenario takes place in Natchez, Mississippi on July 15, 2022 at approximately 6 p.m. in the afternoon. 
After a day of incredibly humid weather, severe storms are spotted on radar forming approximately 200 miles away in Shreveport, Louisiana. These storms have been identified as having the potential to cause dangerous tornadoes. The storm is moving southeast at approximately 65 miles per hour, and residents in the path of the storm are advised to stay tuned to local weather stations or weather radio. As the storm nears the small town of Natchez, Mississippi, radar as well as storm spotters indicate rotation forming approximately 20 miles west of Natchez. Tornado sirens in the surrounding community are activated, alerting those to take shelter immediately. The tornado continues to gain strength, quickly growing. Spotters note this and identify several structures that have already been swept up in the small town of Monterey, Louisiana. Approximately 20 minutes later, the large, mile-wide tornado jumps the Mississippi River, demolishing the city of Natchez, destroying nearly every building. The tornado does not stop here and for a time begins to weaken, leaving many tractors to believe the tornado is beginning to dissipate. That is not the case. The tornado re-strengthens back into the mile-wide beast that was witnessed an hour earlier. The tornado takes a turn to the northeast and is now on track to impact Jackson, Mississippi. During this phase, not much damage occurs except trees being strewn about the land as the tornado tracks the rural land. The tornado crosses over I-20 and impacts downtown Jackson with winds in excess of 200 miles per hour, destroying and leveling a path of destruction for miles. After an incredible three hours on the ground, the tornado finally dissipates as it comes into contact with the Ross R. Barnett Reservoir. In total, the damage is catastrophic, with over 25,000 homes and businesses leveled. Over 300 people are killed as a result. As we conclude our episode this week, if you take one thing away from the content, please ensure that you heed all watches and warnings, as these are based on real-time conditions. Meteorologists are not here to fearmonger, but to ensure the safety of all in the community. Upon a tornado warning being issued, please follow these actions. Seek shelter immediately. Get underground, if at all possible. If not, get to the most central point in your home and shield yourself from debris with mattresses or other solid objects. Do not take the time to open windows as this can take precious time and lead to you being injured by flying glass. Do not leave shelter until the danger subsides. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen this week. Follow me here on Spotify to get access to my latest episodes. I am also on Instagram at Destination Period Disaster, Twitter at Dest underscore Disaster, and TikTok at Destination Disaster Podcast. Thank you, and I hope to see you again next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.